This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, Women's Transformational Coach and the host of the Her Self-Expression Podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their life journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently take on their world of opportunity. Today, I have these questions for you to consider. Have you ever thought about having a relationship with money? Would you nurture that relationship with money like you do your friends? Well, my guest today is Teresa Leftenant, who is going to talk with me today about reinventing your relationship with money. Teresa dedicates her coaching programs to supporting suddenly single women who are facing unique challenges after divorce, relationship, breakup, or widowhood. Teresa is also a certified financial planner, professional with over three decades of comprehensive financial planning experience. Previously, she served in a multinational financial services company as a wealth management specialist. Teresa opened a private financial planning practice in 2003 and is fiercely committed to guiding women to pursue their version of a passionate and purposeful life and to create the financial resources they need to support their dreams. I love it. She has helped thousands of women pursue their financial goals for over 30 years, has created educational programs highlighting how a woman's relationship with money can block her financial success, reinventing her, helping women plan, pursue and capitalize on their next chapter, are available on Amazon and is Teresa's Masterwork, a handbook for women who truly want to change their life. Teresa is committed to teaching women how to upgrade their life by learning and living the steps she created to change hers. She knows from personal experience how to turn around unwanted life results, and she has the training to help her clients utilize the best life-changing strategies available today. If you want to feel empowered, if you want to have control over your finances and want to be prepared for the financial future, then listen to our conversation. Hi, Teresa. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. Thank you, Beverly. It's great to be here. And I really appreciate what you're doing in your work and, and with this podcast, because there's so many women out there who just need a little nudge, a little help with some you know, tips and strategies and motivation. And that's what we're here to do today. Absolutely. And to start with, could you tell our listeners a little bit about your own personal journey to empowerment? Absolutely. So, you know, our relationship with money, that 
and my relationship with money was actually my doorway to transformation because i grew up in a family that where where financial conversations were very heated where as a child i felt left out and i felt fearful because my mom and dad were always arguing about wow. money so in my 40s, I was in a particular circumstance where I had created a lot of messes. I was tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. I was a three-time marriage dropout. I was really not parenting my children as a single mother the way they needed to be. And I had an opportunity to get this big promotion at a, at a big corporation I was working at. And I had convinced myself that this was going to save me <laughs> from all of my problems, that I was going to pay off right. all my debt. And suddenly I would have all this time to be with my children. And of course, that was just a, a fallacy. And when I didn't get the job, it was such a huge like brick wall that I slammed up against. And I remember driving home after I heard that I didn't get the job and it was raining really hard and I was crying really hard. So I had to pull over to the side of the road and I just sat there trying to get control of myself. And I remember looking up out of the window, up at the sky and saying, God, why do I keep having the same problems over and over? And it was like an arrow in my chest, right. what I felt, which was, oh, I'm the common denominator <laughs> in all of my problems. Jeesh, yes. you know, and why didn't I know that before? So I just said, okay, if I am the common denominator, interestingly, I started to calm down. Okay, I don't know what to do. I've never known what to do. I wasn't prepared for, for life, really. And so if, if you can give me a sign, I'll follow it. Well, it wasn't a week later that I was guided to some workshops on self-esteem. Uh -oh. I didn't even know what self-esteem really was right. at the time. But I remembered my promise. And so I went to that workshop. I took my daughter to the workshop. And that led me on a whole big journey of meeting and working with, with guides and leaders and facilitators and coaches, which I continue to do today in, in a intense, I'm very intentional about, about my continuing my personal development. Right. So, you know, what did I, what happened for me? So after I started realizing that it was up to me and that if I built my self-love for myself, if I could gain confidence, if I learned how to trust myself, then I could make different decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, I paid off all the credit card debt. Right. I did kick out the last deadbeat boyfriend and, and found a relationship that I call my romance novel relationship, which I'm still in 22 years. And my children, I was able to understand more what they needed in order to, to grow into happy, productive adults who are pursuing their passion in life. Right. So I learned all of these tools, strategies, techniques. And as I'm in my financial planning company, I'm like, women need to know this. And because, you know, we are kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to building our own wealth. So that's why I've put together my programs, why I wrote my book is to get attention on this whole relationship with money and how it can be a doorway to self-transformation. Absolutely. And I am right there with you enthusiastically.
So why do you think, why do you think your relationship with money is so important? Well, first off, from my own experience and from observing people in my practice, we just aren't given any schooling about this. We don't understand about the emotional components that money can bring to the table. We don't understand that we're when we're younger, I remember when I was so jealous of of the doctors and lawyers that uh, I would walk through their neighborhoods and my mother would tell me, you know, that they were the snooty people. Ah. So I grew up with all these beliefs around money and what it meant that it didn't fit in with what I really wanted in my life. Right. And even though I've been very successful financially, I don't know that I would have been if I hadn't really turned around and looked at myself and all of this relationship with money context that that I was raised with. I think it's important to realize that, you know, if you have challenges with money or you feel emotionally overwhelmed by money or wherever you are, it's really not your fault. Right. And if you can just sort of let yourself up about that and then kind of square your shoulders and say, well, it isn't where I want it to be. So the first thing I need to tackle is my relationship with it. What do I really think about it? How do I feel about it? What do I really want my money to be in my life. Right. You know, we ask a question of all of our our clients, what does money mean to you? And then we follow the path of those answers to get to the really deep underlying values that we all have about our lives and who we are and what we want to create. So those are the types of things that if women don't do that, if they don't really face up to the fact that their relationship with money could use some nurturing, some dusting off, some reshaping, then it's very possible that you won't make the dreams that you're working so hard to do. Absolutely. Well, it was interesting for me the first time someone asked me about my money mindset and what I thought about money. And then they asked me, what was my parents' mindset about money and behavior? I was really shocked because I had never thought about what was passed down to me in terms of thinking about money. I just thought I was taught to work hard, go earn a living. You know, you earn enough money, you can buy yourself nice things. And that was about it. But when I began to dig deep into it, I found that I was raised in an environment where money was secretive, that you were told never, ever to reveal anything about the family's money. And yet my parents acted extremely conservatively with their money, only to find out after they passed that they were very comfortable. And so that was an interesting learning for me that how that affected and was passed down to my mindset, just like I talk a lot about self-worth and self-esteem being passed down. I never had thought about the same thoughts about money. So it's so important what you're talking about. Oh, that's so, so valuable for you to, to share that awareness about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because 
money equals shame to so many people. Absolutely. And it sounds like that's what it was for your parents, is like they were ashamed of their financial situation. Although if they had really, you know, heard from other people that judged it, it would be judged as positive, yes, as abundant. And so that's the good news is that when you begin to really look and, and examine those inner feelings, those inner thoughts, those inner past um you know, how we are programmed by our parents. When you start looking at that stuff, then you can shift it. You Because here's the thing. We have a conscious brain and we have an unconscious brain, right? Right. And so a lot of the stuff that we learned in childhood, as you know, is playing around underneath and it's all unconscious and we don't really hear it. It just sort of goes. In fact, the statistics are that, you know, 98% of our thoughts are negative because we, we are raised with negative input. And then 80% of our thoughts are the same thoughts that we had yesterday. And so if you just embrace those as a possibility that it's true, then and looking at your actual thoughts underneath is the most critical thing. And it does take a little work to get to, yes. to, to, to open up that awareness. You know, it takes a little work and it's true for money or for relationships or whatever. But, you know, we really are being, we're being driven by those messages. And not only from our parents, as you know, it's all about the culture too. And I, I, I don't know, just look out at the culture right now and how there's so much pressure to become a millionaire. There's so much pressure to become wealthy that I really feel for younger people mm -hmm. who are being driven to do things that they may not even feel happy about Absolutely. or fulfilled by because they feel that that's what they quote should do. Right. And uh, I talk a lot about the should virus that we have in our culture, and especially for women. You know, you and I could talk about all the shoulds that our mother and probably our father, too, told us we should get married. We should let men lead. We shouldn't make more money than men. And, you know, that is being reflected in our culture even today. Yes. Even today, after, after you know, dozens and dozens of years pointing that out, there is still all, all, not the kind of progress that we need there to be regarding our incomes. Absolutely. And I think so much of it is true. It starts on the inside. Because I think if you connect... Some of the things I talk about that if we have issues with self-worth or self-esteem mm -hmm. and don't mm -hmm. think highly of ourselves or feel like we're less than others, then it's a natural extension that that's going to affect our thinking about money. And, you know, and, and that's so true. But here, when did you actually admit that to yourself? You know, oh, it took me into my 40s to really admit that. Yeah, I think it was later than that for me. I think that's one of the reasons mm -hmm. it's so important to pass that along to other women is I don't want them yes. to have to take as long as I did to realize this and to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, those of you who are listening, if you feel a little nervous or your skin is crawling because of what we're saying, that is a sign by your inner self that there's work to be done here. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sure you talk about the emotional guidance system that we have in our bodies. And that's why I see the relationship with money as an inner, it's inner work. Yes. You know, yes, we, we do need to learn financial education. 
around how much you should save for retirement and, and whether a life insurance policy is good for you or not. Those things are important. However, you can learn all those things now on the internet. And But what you can't learn on the internet, where, where you need a guide, where you need a coach, is to help you explore that inner those inner feelings and beliefs around money. Absolutely. And I think it goes hand in hand with there's so much you talked at the beginning about negativity and negative self-talk mm -hmm. that I think mm -hmm. reframing it becomes an essential part. So why do you think we really need to reinvent this relationship with money? Well, I, w I noticed a statistic online recently that of the millions of people who are millionaires just in the United States, how many do you think percentage-wise are women? Oh, uh, probably 2%. It's a little better. It's 13%, <laughs> but still... I mean, the gap is enormous yes. and there's so much, there's so much female empowerment out there. I mean, I bet, I bet most of the coaches that I, that I talk to are really about empowering women because let's face it, we all have some catch up to do, but that is the financial aspects of that. And, you know, the Dalai Lama said in 2009 that it's the Western woman that's going to save the world, that's going to remake the world. I feel a little bit of responsibility <laughs> on my shoulders because I, ha I have the skills. I know what to do. Mm -hmm. I can train people how to do this. But why is it important to reinvent our relationship with money? Because if we don't, we won't make the progress. And, you know, as I said at the beginning, where money is is my doorway to transformation. You know, you can use relationships as your doorway, work as your doorway, all sorts of other things as a doorway to transformation. Right. But if you're a an entrepreneur, if you're a woman who's climbing the corporate ladder in a corporation and you really want financial, not just security, although that's the first step. Right. But if you want financial wealth, then your relationship to money is the critical piece that must be addressed. You deserve to address it because if you don't, you won't get there. You'll hit a ceiling. Yeah. You know, you'll get so far, but you, you will hit a ceiling. So what are some of the blocks to success that a woman's relationship with money can cause? Well, you know, I think we've talked about one of the biggest blocks, which is a woman's belief that she deserves it. And here's the thing. We have so many messages coming in all the time. And if you're married and you're listening to this, one of the blocks that women come up against is their feeling that they can't grasp the complex details of making financial decisions. And when you're in a relationship, that can actually reveal itself even bigger because your spouse, and I'm assuming it's a, it's a male spouse, but doesn't have to be, because your spouse is, has been already programmed that he is the leader. He already knows how to do this. He has more confidence because his programming is different than right. her programming is. So, you know, talking about 
money is another issue that women really suffer. They don't like to talk about money because it makes them feel uncomfortable, makes them feel inadequate. And I just tell women, come on, we got to square our shoulders. We got to bring that courage to the forefront. And that, of course, that's what empowerment really is, right? right? Is to be courageous, to stand in our in our power and to speak our truth. And sometimes that truth is, yeah, I really need to take a course. Or sometimes that truth is, I really am fearful about this or that, the stock market, you know, right. as we see it correct in a big way. I really am afraid of that. And I would like to have some assistance in tr- processing that, in getting over that. So I do, I do think the, the empowerment piece is, is really big. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, women start to get successful and then they tend to get rid of it. Now, we know that a common problem that women has, have is shopping. Right. And why do we shop? Because we believe, we have a belief for it, virus, that our importance must be reflected externally. We must show it in our dress. We must show it in our beautiful face, our gorgeous hair, the furnishings we have in our house, Mm. the car we drive. We must show that we are successful. And, you know, my experience has been working with women that a lot of people who look really successful, their bank, bank balance is not successful. And so that's because we don't deserve, we, we have that inner belief, I don't deserve it. And so if we get it, then we get rid of it because oh. it, then it matches. It matches our self-image, right? So we, you have to change the self-image wow. in order to allow your wealth to grow and hold on to your wealth, you know? Gotcha. So there's a couple of things, but, wow. there, you know... A lot of things that I talk about in my program, which is called the Money Stress Solution, and it's about the, there's seven essential inner habits that we can develop as women. We can practice learning. I mean, habits are kind of also a popular right. thing now because we realize that our habits is what we create. So if we have the habit of eating junk food, then the result is going to be, we're going to be maybe overweight. But if we have the habit of eating cleanly, chances are we'll have the result of not uh, being overweight. So it's the same with money. If I have the habit of building my self-esteem or my self-confidence or doing exercises where I learn how to truly trust myself, that I can make the right decision with money, then my results are going to change. Gotcha. And that's why working on your relationship with money is the primary goal. Wow. Well, folks, stay tuned for a minute. We'll be back in a moment when Teresa will share three actionable tips to discovering yourself and becoming more successful with money. We'll be right back. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here. If you want personalized guidance on your journey to confidence and empowerment from someone who's been there and don't want to go it alone, then my signature coaching may be just right for you. With a confidential approach and one-on-one personal support that has helped hundreds of women, we'll work together to move you forward. Whether you are looking to deal with a major life change or an overall life overhaul, schedule a free discovery call with me today at herselfexpression.com to learn more and say yes 
to the ride of your lifetime. Now let's get back to the show. We're back. Nice to have you back with us. Teresa, so what are your three actionable steps you would give to our audience to help them improve their relationship with money? I'm, I'm so excited to be able to give tips because they're really simple. So here's one to help you get over the, the comment that so many women say to me when I say, what do you want? And a lot of women say, gosh, I just don't know what I want. And a lot of that is because we're, we have so many possibilities and options, don't we? It's sometimes it's really hard to narrow them down. But finding your clarity with money, like what is it that you truly, truly want? You personally, not what you think other people want. Right. Or that you um, are, are following some should that somebody that's important to you has told you, like your parents or your partner or a best friend even. You know, we get a lot of messages of what we should want or what we should do. So there's a little bit of work that has to happen in order to find that clarification. No, this is what I want, and I feel it in my body. And so here's a quick little tip how to do that. Make a list of five things that you are completely clear that you do not want. Okay. Like, for instance, I do not want to be, this is a, a, okay, I'll come up with a money one. So I do not want an empty savings account. Okay. Okay. So now look at the opposite. What do I want? Oh, okay. I want a savings account that has some money in it. Okay. How much money do I actually want in that savings account? Well, actually, if I could have it my way and there was nothing in the way, I want $100,000 in my savings account because I want to know that I can handle anything that comes up that is a surprise to me. So I now know I want $100,000 in my savings account clarity. Okay. And by the way, if you do it that way, you feel it in your body. And when you feel what you want in your body, then you have a much better chance of attracting it. Now, that's tip number two. So we all know about the law of attraction. Right. And, but here's a really easy way to access the law of attraction. When you get clear about what you want and you start to feel that excitement, then you invite the pathway toward it. Please, universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in, request that help. Request the signs. Request the people. Request the conditions that are going to put you in the place where you will have a $100,000 savings account. And in the meantime, continue to stay really excited about it. And the third thing that I really help women do, because this is so important, is that we have a tendency as human beings to really enjoy our comfort zone. And especially when we are in a period of time where we are right now, where there's a lot of outside scary things happen, right? right? And we hear those scary things and we just go, I just want to go home and put on my sweats and get out the, the pasta and the pizza and sit in front of the TV because at least I feel safe there. Right. Well, that, of course, doesn't get you to your dreams. So what I recommend is that people 
take one little stretch a day. What is one little thing that you can do outside of your comfort zone that is going to take you toward that clarified goal that you have, $100,000 in your savings account? What's one little thing? And something might be, well, I'm actually going to call up a banker and talk to them about what kind of interest rates I could earn at various time frames, right? right? Because CDs have different time frames. And, you know, it's a simple little thing, but that can be outside someone's comfort zone, calling somebody out to get educated. Gotcha. So how is that for three simple steps? Great. Clarify what you want by figuring out what you really don't want. Feel it in your body so that you can attract the people and conditions and circumstances to start drawing that toward you and pay attention. (laughs) And number three, just take a little stretch every day. Just practice getting out of your comfort zone because once you stretch your comfort zone, it's stretched and then you can go further and farther. Oh, that's beautiful. Such helpful tips. So how do these tips impact a woman's journey from self-expression to confidence and self-empowerment? I really want to know. So just think about it this way. So let's say that you have that clarified goal. And in two weeks time, you look at your savings account because you took some action and you called the person. And now that savings account has $1,500 in it. And then the, okay, so then you start feeling more confident, right? Right. Okay. And now because you're more confident, then you think of a bigger step that you can take. And that builds more confidence. You begin to learn what it feels like to stand in your power and go for your goals. And you know you can do it. So you start to trust yourself. And you also learn that you have to respect yourself. Self-respect is a major component to being successful with money. Because that means that if someone doesn't treat you well, or something doesn't go well, you take care of yourself first. You speak your truth kindly. You put boundaries up when something needs to have a boundary. So this kind of activity that's building your relationship with money is 100% going to make you feel more confident and love yourself more in all areas of your life. That's wonderful. Oh, I just love hearing that. It gets me real energized. <laughs> so, Well, that's the point. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So I have one question that I like to ask all my guests to wrap things up, and that does... What does self-expression mean to you? Self-expression means knowing myself and showing myself. And I think that this is something that is such a yearning for all women. I know it was for me, is that I really wanted to get to the point where no matter where I was or who I was talking to, I could be me. Mm-hmm. With all of my quirkiness and with all of my crazy ideas and the and the the kind of ugly way I look when I laugh, you know, but just to be me and to express that it, with kindness and with grace mm-hmm. and and just I I am there by the way yeah I do love that good uh, I love being in this time of my life because I I am myself and I feel confident oh that's beautiful so Teresa how can our listeners find you. Okay, so I have a website under reinventing her 
all one word, dot com. Okay. And when you visit my website, you could there's a, a free assessment there on your confidence with money. Okay. So you can sign up for my mailing list and get that free assessment. And it's just a really nice place to start to say, okay, where is my confidence level with? So you can go there. And then on Facebook, I have a Reinventing Her page. And then on LinkedIn, I it's under Teresa D. Lieutenant. That's where my coaching website is. And so that's where I engage with folks. And Teresa is spelled T-R-E-S-A. That's important. Correct. It is, uh, my, my mother wanted me to have something to talk about. So <laughs> T-R-E-S-A. <laughs> Absolutely. So to get to where Teresa describes, we need positive thoughts, courage, and clarity. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Teresa and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between your relationship with money and empowerment. I love connecting you with incredible women like Teresa that can provide you actionable steps you can take on your own journey. You can find our podcast through links on Apple, Spotify, and more. I want to carry this message of empowerment to 100,000 women wherever they are. Please share it with your friends so we can help other women. Please help me by spreading the word. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment, both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to go it alone. No matter where you are on your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.